This show contains views and opinions that may not be suitable for certain audiences. Listener discretion is strongly advised. A friendly reminder, Mary Jane edibles are not a substitute for actually paying your Lyft driver. Don't forget to tip your bartenders, you filthy fucking animals. And if you've got kinks, we've got links. Don't forget to subscribe, put on your seatbelt, and enjoy the ride. Howdy, 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 everybody, and welcome to Thespian Talk. I am your host, Gomer the Ranting Thespian. With me this week is Rosenthorn. I could be playing Fall Guys right now. Yeah, you could. Um, and also with us is Skolapendra. Hello there. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, in this past week, how much more have we gone to shit? Well, uh, it turns out a lot. Um... You know, not to mention, there was this uh, interview that Trump did the night before we started recording this. Uh, if you're listening to this on the day it goes live, it was Monday. And um, and there's like this one moment where the reporter is just keeps challenging Trump on, on, on his bullshit. You know, Trump is saying it was because of this. And the other guy's like, no, I'm talking about this. That That's the actual thing that is relevant. And Trump kept on going back and Apparently he can't take challenges very well because you know he, he's he's a fucking wuss. Yeah, that's the thing about bullies, though. You know, a lot of the times they have some insecurity, and if and if you prick at that, yeah, you might get a violent response out of it. But you also know that's their weakness. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's 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 like hitting certain robot masters or mavericks in some of the Mega Man games. You hit them with their weakness, and they just go batshit. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, speaking of speaking of batshit, uh, actually, before we speak more of batshit, uh, Scully, how how has your week been? Uh, it's been all right. Been kind of tired for the past week. Yeah. But, you know. Uh, very understandably. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, how about you, Rosen? Uh, uh, I'm fine. So about. About the usual week, then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll sniffly as you can hear, but I'm good. Yeah, so, so I I ended up dropping a little bit of a bomb in Rosen's uh, server last night, and 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 I Let's didn't not have talk the, about bombs. I did not have the energy to to really, you know, unpack everything at the time because it was right as I was going to bed. But I wanted to bring it up. I, I, I was thinking about whether or not I wanted to bring it up on the show, and. I'm going to, but it's also going to springboard into something else that I that I want to bring up as well. So, mm-hmm. so last night, at, according to Twitter, about eleven fourteen p.m. Uh, last night being August third, uh-huh. a voice actress by the name of Brittany Lauda, who, among other things, you might know her as Yuzuria. You, how do you pronounce Yuzuri, her? Yuzuriha. Yuzuriha. Thank you from Doctor Stone, and also. She voices Audrey in Honey Pop. That I didn't oh. realize. I'm like, wait, she has the Honey Pop hashtag. Look it up. Oh boy. So, oh, man. Oh, so man. she play she plays the craft girl and she cl- pl- plays the alpha bitch. Um, I mean, she got range. Uh, and I will say this yeah. of what I have heard of her, I'm, I'm gonna start with something nice because I'm gonna tear into some things. But she does do a good job at at her job. From everything I have heard so far. However, she starts off a whole tweet thread 
saying that fan dubs are not legal. And I had to do so. and I had to do that because she uses the clap emojis. Uh, you're distributing content you do not own. There are no professional fan dubs. Also, side note that, that they're they're called fan dubs because they're made by fans. Of course they're not professional. Usually. Um you know, professionals could make fan dubs. That's a whole other argument I'll get into later. If you advertise fan dubs, partake in them and put them on your resume, you look unprofessional. And that's where I have the problem. Because as as Becky ended up pointing out at some point, it's kind of the argument of like not putting fan art in your professional art portfolio argument, which I tend to have a problem with just on a general basis. And and that's mostly because it's still art. It's still showcasing what you can do as an artist, whether you're whether you're drawing, whether you're voice acting, whether you're doing music, whatever. It's a little gatekeepy. Yeah, that, yep. that's that's the word for it. It's like, like if you okay, give me money, give me money to dub. Oh uh, hell, hell, give me money to redub. Um, let, let, let's say Harigu. There are or a total of twenty six in the TV, and then. 12 and 14 um, half-length episodes for the OVAs. Um, so so that, that that's still, that's a good amount of work. And the mm-hmm. animation's already there. The music's already there. In fact, you can even get the, uh, the soundtrack and everything, at least most of it, you know, just online somewhere. I know I got it somewhere long ago, but anyway, you got all the other material. You just need to pay the voice actors. That's fine. And you're looking to see, okay, who has who has some good chops? You know, who who does a good job? You know, you, yeah, you're going to look at some supposed, you know, quote unquote, professional portfolios as yeah. well. But maybe you want some fresh blood. Where do you go? You go to YouTube. You know, you go to like you go to people who do voice acting stuff, whether it's through fan dubs, like the like the like Rosen just recently on the site put up the first episode of the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Abridged. Or whatever. Jojo's Abridged Adventure. Yeah. Jojo's Abridged Abridged Adventure. Thank you very much. Um, but yeah, and it and in general, it is good. It, you know, everybody's got some chops. There are some equipment things, but we all po. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so how the fuck are how the fuck am I supposed to get practice? Right. Exactly. So you get the practice. You put it in. Hell, even podcasters. Hi. We could be hired as voice actors too. I mean, hell, I have a degree in theater. I could very well do voice acting, and I have. Not professionally, but I have done, you know, not just my own things, but, like, little things here and there. Few and far between in comparison to my other work, but still, the experience is there. And if your only experience is in fan dubs, then how are you? How else are you going to show off your work to somebody who might be looking and just want people to bring things to them? Same goes with fan art. If that's your experience and you can show, because I know a lot of companies, they, they want you to be able to do like several different styles. Um, you know, they want you to do like, say, a Disney style or they want you to do Rebecca Sugar style or they want you to do, I don't like the name, but I'm going to do it anyway, Butch Hartman style. You know, Butch Hartman's a piece of shit, by the way. Just uh-huh. yeah, just saying for those who don't understand. And if you yeah, want to yeah. know more why, look him up on Twitter. <laughs> I'm not going into it. So yeah, anyway, so yeah. you you know if you can show that you can do that, whether it's fan art or not, 
then you should be able to get it. And the same goes with voice acting. If you can pull off sounding anywhere near like, like let, let's say they, you know what? Let's say they go and recast uh, Rohan for the, thus spoke Kishibi Rohan, Rohan Kishibi. However his name is supposed to be uh-huh. written out in English, you know, replace that asshole and, and all that, you know, where are you going to look? You're going to look for somebody who has maybe kind of a similar sounding voice or maybe a little bit of a better voice. There is one person who has been making his own fan dubs of those OVAs, and I, I've yet to watch them, but from what I'm seeing of, of what people talking about and everything, he does a good job based on what I've seen other people say. Again, I've yet to see them myself. I'm only taking word from other people, you know, full disclosure. And that should be enough where Viz, Funimation, whoever is doing the dubbing, I think it's Viz. Um, I know Viz at least owns it. You know, they could look at him and say, hey, this guy, this guy right here, you know, with the whole full, like, Leonardo DiCaprio pointing at the TV screen or, mm-hmm. or whatever thing there going on. They could hire yeah. this dude, and it would be from his fan dubs. And that's fine. And there have been other people. I think, what was it? Like, Team Four Star has gotten some more, like, professional va- voice acting yep. roles from it and everything. So, yeah. So to say that... That fan dubs are unprofessional or look unprofessional. I also have to say, um, you know, and and, and this is going to sound mean, and I don't mean it to be be as mean as it sounds, but um, the person who's saying this, I mentioned, she's in Honey Pop. Honey Pop is an indie game. Mm -hmm. So you are in an indie game. Um, That does sound really mean as as, as I say it, but... But the point is, fuck off with your gatekeeping. Seriously. The thing is, there's there's a nugget of truth in there. Okay. In that it's probably not good to have fan dubs on your re- as the only thing on your resume. However, that's an industry problem, not a you problem. Yeah. And and that's where the industry needs to be changed up. Because mm-hmm. yeah, maybe one person's experience is only fan dubs. Maybe that's their only experience. Should they Jesus be? Christ. Should they be out of luck if they? Sorry, I I just saw the thing that happened today. Yeah. Oh, oh we'll we'll get to that. Um, we have to. Yeah, we do. But yeah. before we get there, <laughs> but uh, if if your only experience has only been able to be gained with fan dubs, then that's all you've got. You should not be SOL for it. You know. You know, if if that's the only thing, like my acting experience has been primarily with live theater, and and any other kind of voiceover experience has been well the show, as as well as some of my uh, voiceover reviews, or especially my animated review. And I'm I'm actually working on another one. It's not a review, but that's a whole different thing. I'll talk about it later. Point is, it's not as professional, quote unquote. Hell. My on-screen stuff is limited to just my my own reviews, my own reviews and videos, and the mm-hmm. small bit part in a in an indie movie that was filmed in Panama City Beach. No, not that one. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know people are going to be like, "Wait, was it that one?" No, it was not that one. Uh, I would not be that lucky. Plus, it was. It, plus, I think it came out after because. Never mind. I, I was I was gonna go into a thing, and I don't have the time right now. Basically, 
if, if your experience is limited because of one thing or another, then that's your experience. It should not keep you from getting any kind of professional work, as long as the experience is good and you can show off what you can do. And yes, like Rosen said, it is an industry problem. They need to get their heads out of their asses and evolve with the times. Because the times are, especially right now with the corona times, we have to work from home as much as we can. But, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure a lot of these voice actors, like uh, the Part 5 dub, the JoJo Part 5 dub, they just finished wrapping it and they're airing it now. You know, I'm pretty sure some of them had to work in their closets or something like that. I'm, I'm willing to bet... You know, and there are other voice actors working in their closet. I think didn't some of the DuckTales crew have to do that as well in terms of like voice acting and all of that? So they're making do. And voice acting, especially with the internet, we can do it anywhere. Hell, I could probably set up a little bit better. I could probably dampen this room a little bit better than what it is. Um I don't I don't think the echo is coming too bad through this from when I listen back, but I also have a semi-decent mic set up. So, but as, as somebody else pointed out, all you really need to do is pad the room better. That's why people with, like, again, Jaden Animations, uh, Odd Ones Out, they didn't start off with the most state-of-the-art equipment. In fact, Jaden, I think she just learned all of her craft from scratch as at, you know, before she yep. got onto YouTube and everything. She didn't take any, I don't think she took any art classes before she started doing YouTube. So... So she started from there and just worked her way up. You know, just there are so many ways to get into voice acting if you have the time and and the drive to get to it. And fuck anybody who gatekeeps otherwise, whether whether you're an industry person like at at the upper top or somebody who went a different path are now seeing people rise up that didn't take the path you thought they should have taken. So, yeah. Ah, uh, so what do y'all think? <laughs> uh, I, I went on a bit of a tear there. I don't know. <sighs> you know, there's a ton. There, I can name three voice actresses at the top of my head who fucking did fan dubs originally. Okay, Kira Buckland, mm-hmm. Christina V, Tiana Camacho. Bam. They're all wonderful voice actresses, and they've landed major roles, and, uh, yeah, that, uh, gatekeeping asshole can, uh, can shove it. Yeah. I, I mean, she, she is, she's channeling her inner Audrey for that, as far as I'm seeing. Yeah. Not a good thing. And if you've never played Honey Pop, like I said, Audrey is the alpha bitch. Heavy emphasis on bitch. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, did I hurt your whore feelings? Yep. Actual exactly. line actual line from the fucking game. Yep. I found it funny when I first played it though. <laughs> yeah, it's like just ooh, nowadays it's like what? Yeah. Uh, a line that does not age well, and it may have been intentional. Because yeah. you know, while your goal is to eventually seduce Audrey, it's not meant to make her likable at first. Exactly. Uh so yeah so the thing that Rosen brought up was uh, you know while, while we were going through all of this that happened just today as we're record the day we're recording this fireworks factory exploded in Beirut like Damn. Uh, and, and as of right now I don't have anything else in front of me because it's just that big a news holy shit How, I mean but uh, but yeah it's just 
exploded. We don't know why. You know, and and Scully, according to what you had found, uh, there's at least uh, casualties. I think your last count was in the hundreds, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just holy shit. And yeah, an explosion big enough to be heard a hundred miles away. Holy mm-hmm. fuck! That'd be like all the way in Cyprus. Yeah, that'd be like for me if like if something blew up in Pensacola and we could hear it. Yeah, just goddamn, that is some firepower. No pun intended. Just yeah. holy shit! I'm hoping that 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 there are like very little. I hope everybody who is involved is at least alive and and on their way to okay. Um, yeah. Although with something like this, um, it, it's possible that there are some people who died and. And and if so, then hearts out to the families. But it's just, I, I just want to know how the fuck did that happen? Was it just some freak accident, or, or what? Like, just God, wow. Been, I mean, it does sound like a freak accident. Yeah, um, got a ton of fireworks, or some kind of explosives. Uh, and yeah. uh, yeah. Yeah, it's just, oh, just that, that is horrible. Ah, uh, but uh, to move on to less horrible things, at least to begin with, uh, we've got our, our little uh, meme topics that we've been doing, trying to do for the past several shows. Um, oh, yeah. So for those who don't know, there was this meme going around that that said, "Hey, one like for one opinion about different things." There were sixty-four different things. We we are down. We have been taking him from the uh, bottom and working our way up, and we start and we ended at number thirty-seven last week. Number thirty-seven was free speech, and so this week we start we start with number thirty-six, and the topic here is body positivity. So yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's an overall good. Yeah, there are some people who may take it too far one way or the other, but it's an overall good. Like, be yeah. positive about your body. If you're dissatisfied with it, try and change it. If you're that dissatisfied with it. And, and yeah, and I know it's easier said than done. Hi, I, I, I'm a victim of that myself. But mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, you know, the goal is to be, you know, the only person who should be allowed to make you feel shit about your body is you. And that's the key term, should. Other people will try or even succeed to do it, whether you want them to or not. But they're yeah. assholes. You know. But um, but yeah, an overall good is body positivity, yes. Uh, yep. That was actually one of the shortest ones. <laughs> uh, next one that I'm actually having to look up is, and make sure. John McAfee. Who, according... I just typed his put his name into google uh he is the one who who behind the whole uh computer program the mcafee computer program and all of that and he killed a guy and he killed a guy what yeah oh shit i did not know this i as far as i understand yeah he killed a guy oh no uh all right let's look at 
Oh, apparently he's getting involved in politics. Oh, boy. Quote, John uh, McAfee has been ordered to pay $25 million in damages over the killing of his ex-neighbor. Oh. Wait. He's just having to pay money? Yeah. Good God. That is peak white privilege there. Uh Uh-huh. Like, Rich white privilege. Ugh. Maybe it's a good thing I don't use his shit. Yeah, kind of sick of having that shit... Well, okay, it doesn't always happen, but it comes pre-installed on a lot of computers, so... And apparently it's a shitty antivirus, too. I mean, just use Windows Defender and malware bytes, and you're good. Yeah, Windows Defender. I use uh, Adaware, personally, which takes care of cool. pretty much all of all of my needs, so... Yeah? Uh, let's see, he sought the 2016 Libertarian Party. Oh, of course it was. Uh... And apparently Let's see, it looks like... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I'm just uh, reading the Wikipedia. Apparently, okay, uh, <laughs> standard libertarian sh- stuff, okay, decriminalization of marijuana, ending the war on drugs, non-intervention, free markets, and... Oh, but yeah, he advocates for, <clears throat> quote-unquote, religious liberty, which is, code, to... which is code for, uh, yeah, businesses can discriminate against you if you're gay. Uh, His vice uh, presidential pick was Joseph Joestar. What? What? Yeah. Uh, uh, wait, wait. Or something like that. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Uh huh. Oh no! What? Wait, wait. What? <laughs> I'm just. Excuse me. He was you. Yeah, yeah. Look at look at his Twitter. Okay. I'm gonna. Okay. His Twitter. Where Where is his Twitter? It's got to be over gonna... here somewhere. I'm okay. putting it in the green room. Okay, he's just going to put it in there. All right. But just, oh my god. No, no. Or at least that's his fucking thing. Yeah. But, just, what? For my millennial followers, I see a world where all are free to live their adventures. It's why I love JoJo. Every arc, I'm confronted with experiences that mirror my own. I stand, new order. The power to control the minds of feds. Show them the light. What the fuck? What? Um, that is that is peak. Hello, fellow kids. Just okay. Um. Wow. I'm I'm, I'm glad. I I am glad you like JoJo. Good on you. But you're going a little. You're going a little too hard, man. <laughs> yeah. It's a little too hard. Oh, Jeebus. I haven't seen. <sighs> I haven't seen somebody try this hard since the last time Vi sent me one of her plenty of fish es- escapades. Yeesh. Oh. Those guys are tryhards. Oh my god. Uh, oh shit. So, uh, the next one up is tattoos! I don't Ooh. have any, but if you do, fine. Some of them look great. You know? Yeah, same. You know, I mean... Yeah, I mean, some of them look really friggin' cool. I noticed uh, one chick, she's got this, like, full sleeve of... Oh, it's a YouTuber I watch, Luka Jin. She's got this full sleeve of, like, Okami... An Okami tattoo. A Madarasu fighting Orochi. It's such an awesome tattoo. But, yeah, like... I mean, I wouldn't personally want to get a tattoo, but, I mean, they can look really cool. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I wouldn't mind with, like, temporaries that you could just put on and wash off or what have you. But yeah. nah. I've got a thing about needles anyway, so <laughs> Yeah. And I know uh I know Mel has several. Like like she has like 
she's got a fucking really good looking Metroid one on her leg, and it looks awesome. Nice. Oh my god. Nice. Uh. And she's even got a little Space Invader on her wrist. It's really cute. <laughs> but yeah, I can I can handle needles like if I'm getting like you know uh, blood or plasma drawn or whatever. But just yeah. the idea of the needles just just doing that to me on the skin is just like no. I don't think I could do that, you know. Props to people who can, and, and, and especially those who get like the really cool stuff. Like I said, you know, good-looking Metroid on the leg that looks awesome. Um, yeah, but yeah, so but yeah, tattoos, yeah, and yeah. and anybody who's like, well, tattoos shouldn't be in the workplace. Fuck you. Let them let them yeah. let their individuality fly free. You know. Yeah. With so some. my personal opinion, mm-hmm. my personal opinion is that, generally speaking, I mean, I'll, I'll allow for some exceptions because there's always one. Yeah. Generally speaking, face tattoos look ridiculous. Yeah, a little bit, but at the same time, if I if, and bear in mind, I am thinking of it from a business owner's perspective here. If you could yeah. do the job, I don't give a shit what you look like. Do if uh-huh. you do the job. Yeah. You know. That, that's the, the biggest name. thing. Yeah, you know, if you and as and of course, if you know, there are there are some things just like anything else. There are some big like automatic nose, like uh, if you come in here with like a swastika on your forehead or something. First of all, I'm gonna be like, "Are you back from the dead, Charlie Manson?" And then <laughs> the second is gonna be, "Get the fuck out." <laughs> yeah, yeah, because we don't abide that Nazi shit. Mm-mm. We just do not abide. Kind of tear tap around here. <laughs> yeah. So the last and and the last one for this week, Han unification, which is mm-hmm. which is not which is not the disassembling and reassembling of Han Solo, which okay yeah. So what is it? So I am about to tell you what it is. It is an effort by the authors of Unicode and the Universal Character Set to map multiple character sets of the so-called CJK languages into a set of unified characters. Han characters are a common feature of written Chinese, also Han, known as Hanzi, Japanese, Kanji, and Korean, Han, Hanha, Hanja. Oh, I don't, have enough, I don't know enough to have an opinion about this. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. basically kind of... It, it's for, based on that one paragraph that I literally just looked up on Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. It looks like they, they, they just want to unify their characters all into one thing for, I guess for ease of translation, kind of like how you, you know, we have English, you know, we have, we have the English words, you know, that we see here, but those same letters are also used in like Spanish, French, mm-hmm. Italian, German, yeah, you know that sort mm-hmm. of thing there, and I think that's the kind of thing the Han unification is going for. And on the one hand, I can kind of see why they would they they would want to again ease of translation, you know, allow people to communicate better. That's fine. But on the other hand, you could very well and and again, bear in mind this is based on very limited knowledge. You could very well be erasing some cultural shit too, and that's not good. We we don't need to do that. But uh, if everybody is if everybody is like on board with it, that would be one thing. But it's just it's just oof. Uh, there is some. Um, well, they they do have co- controversies, but they're a 
bit of a bit of a thing here, but uh, it's it's a long article. <laughs> but, oh, yeah. But yeah, so so I see what they want to do. Again, in the long run, I don't have enough to really say more than what I've already said. But you know, it could. I I understand why they're going for it, but just it 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 could very well possibly run into a oh hey oh sorry we accidentally erased you know a significant part of your culture thing so mm-hmm. you you know Probably. we want we you know you know things grow you know cultures grow cultures change but we we need to do that more naturally and and try not to force it if we don't have to i mean there are some cultures that do need to be forced to change hi america um mm-hmm. someone have their phone right next to the mic uh, that's yeah, my my buzz is actually very very powerful today. Yeah, which very is, loud. Which is weird because my my mic stand is connected to my desk, and what I have the way I've got myself set up is I'm in kind of a a powered reclining chair, and it has this little desk right next to the you know that can just latch into one of the slots, and I can have it right here. So my desk is a like maybe half a foot in front of me and the phone was on the little tray and for whatever reason it, it, I guess it was louder than what I thought it would be it was like you're supposed to vibe and be quiet not vibe and be loud phone <laughs> and yeah. yes I am keeping that in because that is hilarious uh. <sighs> yeah oh. but yeah so oh dear and uh, yeah so that is that is it for for uh, that particular thing. We're gonna have four more next week, and as I was getting my files ready for the for the news, I just realized, oh shit, I opened the wrong damn tab. Oops. <laughs> uh, uh. But while I go and fix the damn tabs and everything, we're gonna go ahead and take our break, and when we come back, we will have news. So stick around. Hey folks, we'll get back to the show in a moment, but first I want to tell you about Patreon. Uh, Patreon is what I use to get around all of the YouTube adpocalypse bullshit, and while I don't have a lot right now, every little bit does help, and if you like what you hear or what you see on any of my videos or podcasts, head on over there for as little as a dollar a month. You can get all of these things early before anybody else does, and you can get them completely ad-free. Yeah, I know YouTube right now is technically ad-free, but... At some point, I'm probably going to get big enough to where ads will start coming in. And those can be annoying, so you want to avoid that, right? If you go ahead and go now over to patreon.com slash gomer21xx, leave a dollar, five dollars, doesn't matter how much, you can get all of these, again, you can get them early, and you get them without ads. Even when I reach the point on YouTube to where ads can be put on these videos. So, it's a win-win. And you can even avoid the ads that go up on the Anchor versions that go out to all of the other websites that are out there. No ads. It's great. Uh, so that's patreon.com slash gomer21xx. Howdy, 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 everybody. And welcome to this little segment in the middle of Thespian Talk here. Um, again, if you're interested in doing a little five-minute thing for the show, go ahead and send it on in, either through Twitter or whatever. Just poke at me and we'll we'll get you in here. Um, and it could be pretty much anything. Just let's try to keep it to five minutes. That's a rule I keep myself to. Uh, so I, I will also keep it to you guys as well. Um, but that being said, I do want to address something that's going to come up later in the show. Um, 
And the, it's the idea of platform size and how we use our platforms and, and what can happen if our platforms are used for certain things or, or we say certain things on our platforms. Um, and the thing is, this show, the, this show, Thespian Talk, it's a small enough platform to where we can say certain things and at the time we're saying them, nobody's going to take us too seriously. And even if there were, odds are it, they're going to not be able to do anything about anything. Um, so if we say, we'll, we'll say some things that, that if you hear like Alex Jones saying them or Glenn Beck or Rachel Maddow or whoever saying them, if you hear one of them saying it, yeah, that, that, that could be taken in a whole different light, but their platforms are bigger. They have more listeners, more viewers, and thus they have the high, higher likelihood of being, of, of, of having the viewers that will go out and do some really heinous shit. We've seen it before. You know, I think, what was it, uh, Sean Hannity and the Dr. Tiller murders or what have you, uh, saying that Dr. Tiller should be taken out, and somebody did. That, you know, because, you know, uh, Bill O'Reilly said it. So, you know, somebody did it. And that's that. And that's partially because his audience is bigger. Ours is still small and a little more tight-knit in comparison. So odds are none of nobody in my audience is going to go out. I say my audience, nobody in our audience is going to go out and pull any of the things we talk about a little bit later on in the show. And they, they, they do get a little out there. Uh, and fully, I fully admit that. Um, but at the same time, just know that when it comes to us, we're not big enough to really have any effect on it. So, you know, and, and even if we were, we're all Poe. <laughs> we can't do much other than just shout and hopefully get more of an audience. Um, and and I understand if, if as you know as we do grow and, and I and I and I like to think we will eventually grow further. Um, that you know we'll we'll take that into consideration as well. But we're small at this point. And if you're listening to this in the future and you're thinking that it, that whatever we say in, involving certain things is a good idea, don't. It's not worth it. Um, you know, you're not taking one for the team. You're really not. Um, but there are, there are other ways to deal with things like that than what we say here, at least on the individual level. Other levels is a whole different story. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, this is basically cover our ass the, the segment this week. That's basically what this is. Um, so yeah, um, just keep that in mind. Bear with us. You know we're all frustrated. We we've got to get things out here and there. And our platform at the time of this recording, nowhere near big enough to really affect anything. So, so yeah, um, asses will be covered twice over by the end of the show. And uh, yeah, <laughs> hope you enjoy the rest of the show. That that's slightly a little bit better. Um, take care, everybody. Bye. We are back from our break, and I, I gotta say, I, I the the news of this week is it's a little here, a little bit there, and uh, it starts off in my neck of the woods. Uh, so our first one is out of Crestview, Florida, which is about an hour or two west of me. 
the Okaloosa County Sheriff's Office is investigating the fatal shooting of a Crestview area man by his son who told deputies he was protecting his mother from domestic violence. Good boy. Lance Windle, 42, died Sunday evening after being shot at his home on Lake Silver Road, according to the Sheriff's Office. His 21-year-old son told deputies that it happened after his father attacked and began choking his mother following an argument over, of all things, sweet tea. His mother and other witnesses confirmed the son's account, Okaloosa County Sheriff's Office has said. Okay, first of all, this, this reads, you know, like, this was definitely something that had gone on way too long in terms of the father choking the mother that's how it reads it's like that that's it's gone on long enough the son is like fuck you boom i don't know if he intended to kill him or maybe he did because yeah that's his mama mm-hmm. you in the south you don't fuck with somebody's mama mm-hmm. that's a good way to get a bullet to the face which <laughs> mr windell that's not that, that he, he learned you fucked around you found out didn't you and now you ain't here yep. no more so, mm-hmm. and and of all things, an argument over sweet tea. Now, here here where I stay with my folks, my mother drinks gallons of sweet tea in a week. She loves the stuff. And every now and then, you know, she asks me to do some for her because she's busy with other things. And I'm sometimes okay with it. Um, and, and we have had arguments over it over the years even. And... And not, it's never really been, at least in and of itself, any kind of drop-down, drag-out fight. Whether, you know, and it's usually verbal. Because we ain't about to start trading blows. But, but we have had arguments over it. Not once have I thought, have either of us thought to choke out the other. Especially not on sweet tea alone. So, this... This guy who was killed, who 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 was who who this son was, de- this guy who his who the you know, the, this Lance Swindell asshole. That was something that just drove him over the edge, and he he probably and I'm, and bear in mind I am making a lot of guesses here. He was probably a serial abuser who kept abusing this woman for for a, an extended length of time and her son and you know said hey you know that's enough get the fuck off of her and just that one time you snap and this time happened to be fatal mm-hmm. so so I, I, I you know what good on the son you know that's one less abusive fuck out there you know like yeah it's just it's like sorry you know most of the time somebody something like this happens like somebody gets shot in a dispute or whatever it's like oh hearts out to the families are like no i'm pretty sure his family especially his immediate family is like yeah he's gone you know you know they're they're, they're, they'll probably grieve because hey humans but after that they'll look back and be like yeah he was an abusive shit we're better off without him so yeah so in my eyes, this twenty-one-year-old is a fucking hero. Um, so yeah, protecting your mom from domestic violence, and and I do want to know because somebody might be out there and be like, well, what about the other way around? If it was the other way around, same thing. 
equal yeah. opportunity. If you're an abusive shit and it keeps going on and gets you killed, good. You know, if if you the abuser gets killed, good. Cuz you know, fuck it. <laughs> uh cuz if it's gone on long enough, that means it's been long enough you have not grown or learned. There there is a point where you just have to say that's it. And this 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 guy reached it. Mm-hmm. So, um, Scully, we're going to start with you on this one. What do you have to say? Uh, good. I mean, yeah, like you said, uh, this abuse has probably been going on for a long time. And, you know, the son probably thought that this man was about to kill, her, kill his mom. Yeah. Uh, and, you know... And a lot of people are going to be saying, "Oh, well, it's vigilante justice, and that's bad." And y- you know, you know, the cops don't take domestic abuse seriously, right? Yeah, they're the ones doing it. They don't. Mm-hmm. Yep, forty percent of them. That's what I heard. Yeah, it's the same reason why a lot of rape victims don't report their rapes. Mm-hmm. 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 Like, like this ties into a Facebook post I made. Uh, couple. Uh, Oh, I don't remember how many days ago it was, but two of my Facebook friends kind of got into a thing over the fact that, um, you know, you know, that you should be, that you should like kill your rapist or whatever, something, that thing like there. Or no, it was about a woman who was put in prison and I think was released after killing her rapist. Um, it was, it was basically mm-hmm. rapist death, prison, that's what was involved. And it's a good thing, you know, cause fuck that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, one of my friends came along and said, you know, was pulling the whole, well, this vigilante justice, you should, you know, should take, should let the law take care of it. And one of my dearest friends came on and she unloaded. This friend had been assaulted many times in her life. And the cops were about as useful as a wet paper bag in getting any sort of justice for her. Yeah. So, yeah, that that is that that is the point where where it's like it, it's it's like you can kind of tell, and and I don't want to presume on the on the first friend who who called for the law, but I'm willing to bet that first friend had never been in the position that my longtime friend had been. I'm I'm willing to bet. I am making a major assumption here, but. But if you've seen or you've or you've had the personal experience of needing that justice from the law enforcement and you don't get it when something heinous has been done to you, what else do you have but vigilante justice? You don't have anything else because the law is obviously not on your side and this motherfucker is getting off scot-free. They deserve Uh to have some sort of thing happen to them. If they are a serial rapist with no remorse, there. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> uh huh. But you know, that's that's the whole thing. The cops aren't doing their jobs, as we've seen time and time again. Ah, uh, Rosen, do you have any thoughts you want to add onto this? You killed me. Good. <laughs> Yes! Uh, Everybody be like Zelda. And our next story comes to us out of Harlan, Indiana. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. 
where an 11-year-old boy took a Mini Cooper on a joyride, drove through a shed, and hit a tree in Harlan on Saturday evening. Police and medics were called around 7.15 p.m. to the area of Antwerp and Trammell roads on a report of a crash. Crews arrived to find a black Mini Cooper crashed there. Uh, according to a report from the Allen County Sheriff's Department, an 11-year-old was behind the wheel of the car when it left the road, drove through a shed, and hit a tree. The child was taken to a local hospital in serious condition with a head injury, the report said. At last check, the boy was doing well and is going to be all right. Authorities are working to learn how the juvenile got the keys to the car and why he was driving the vehicle. Crash remains under investigation. Okay. First of all, glad the kid's okay. Hope you learned your lesson. That's number one. Number two, I'm pretty sure the kid stolen from his parents and he's probably driving it because fuck you i want to drive it i'm I'm big boy i want to drive hell i hell i i i did something similar at a much younger age (laughs) i was like four or five or something and we were we were living in uh like like uh evansville and and it's like i got you know i don't remember how i got the keys but i remember like starting up the car and, and like you know, putting it in reverse, and next thing I know, the the ass was across the street hitting the tree. Oh, God. And, yeah, I got into trouble. Like I should have. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, you know, and that was, that was basically it. So, kids are gonna, kids are gonna kid. Um, you know, it's like, it's like that one kid, like, a while ago, who wanted to drive to L.A. so his relative could buy him a car. And, bear in mind, this kid was in Utah and made it to the interstate. So kids are gonna do things like this. That's why you need to parent them. You know. Yeah. Guess guess what? That happened, what what I did? I didn't do that again until I was learning how to drive properly. It's just no. I mean, and then I I will admit I did back up into one other tree, but that was well beyond that, and that was because it was fucking dark. Uh huh. So yeah. So it was a little hard to see. <laughs> Uh, and Sorry. and back then this was like mid early mid 2000s we didn't have the little cameras that you have on the back of some of these cars now god i feel yeah. old saying that but that's what we do uh but again glad the kid's okay he's just gonna kid hope mm-hmm. he learned his lesson uh rosen we're gonna start with you on this one do you have any words on this not really just hope he, hope he uses turn signals <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, Scully, how about you? Yeah, like you said, it could have been much worse. Oh god, crashing into a tree, uh, that could have ended tragically. I'm, I'm just saying. Uh, yeah. yeah. Might wanna, parents might wanna, you know, uh, keep the keys, like, somewhere where the kid can't get them. Mm-hmm. Just in case. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and, I mean, oh, I, I did some. I, I didn't. Uh, okay, well, yeah, it's a bit different. I mean, I did want to try to drive uh, a rental boat. I mean, Dad kind of let me drive it. I was like ten or something. Mm-hmm. Drove it for a few minutes, but that's yeah. a bit different. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that, and and I'm pretty sure Dad was like right there. Uh-huh. Like, to make sure you didn't fuck up. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. So and and that's and that's fine. That that's always cool. Yeah. Your dad was being a parent. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that was it was so much fun though. Like being on that boat. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah I want to do something like that again. <laughs> yeah. You know, maybe maybe if I have the money and some like, and the corona clears up a little bit more, 
or at the very least the beach is clear out a little bit more down there and maybe i might i, I wanted to wanted to take one of those like uh jet skis or what have you whatever they're called take them out on, yeah. on the ocean or what have you for a little bit because that just yeah. looks really fun oh yeah it does uh, but speaking of florida I've I've got a news story, but I'm going to put this little thing in between because I noticed this on Reddit, and yeah, it does cross over a little bit with the what the fuck is wrong with you that came out the same week, so take a shot. Um, There was some dude in Florida, because of course it's Florida, decided for whatever reason, uh, and, and I'm going by memory on some of this, but at least in terms of the lead up decided to leap over one of those barriers and ended up on the hood of a semi as it's going down the damn highway. Surprisingly, the driver, you know, the, the, the person who jumped on the thing was fine. But the poor driver, who, by the way, was driving a... He's driving a double trailer, which means, you know, you normally see, like, the, the long trailers on, on the semis or whatever. This guy had two of them. Both trailers individually were a little shorter, but he still had two of them. Mm-hmm. And that's a bit more dangerous to go and have it to swerve around in as opposed to just one. One is dangerous enough, but you could double jackknife on those and you, you, your day would be wrecked. Uh, well, that's putting it lightly. So yeah. this other couple just happened to see it coming by. They filmed the thing. They filmed it. And there's this dude... On the on the hood of this cab, of, of this truck, just like doing whatever, and this driver probably panicking because how the fuck do you respond to that? I mean, we we understand it because we're outside the situation, but in the situation, it's like okay, how the fuck? What? Because you because remember these trucks cannot stop on a dime. It's gonna take a few minutes. Well, not a few minutes, but it's gonna take a few seconds. For that thing to slow down and stop. So, you know, you could do that, but that's not going to get the dude off your windshield. Although, you will eventually will, and that's probably the safest thing you could do. This driver, though, decided, you know what, I'm going to swerve and try and yeet him off of here. And it's like, oh. dude, no. That is the wrong way to go about it. No. Uh-huh. Just, 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 no. no. I... I originally saw it, and I put it in my dedicated trucking channel on my own personal server, which is, which by the way, is called "With My High Heels On," because of course. And if you're in my Thespian Talk server, it's going to be—it's actually going to be in the "What the Fuck" channel, uh, so you can see it yourself. But just, oh my god! And and and. Yes. And I know Rosen and I both saw it on what the fuck was wrong with you last night. I think we, I think we're both kind of in the in agreement on that one, aren't we? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like it's a big ass clusterfuck. Just oh, but I wanted to note that because, yeah, if oh, yeah. you're a truck driver, don't don't go, don't swerve, don't do that. I don't care if you got a dude on there, don't swerve. You can slow down, and stop, and then peel the dude off later. All right. So. Uh, and also, and and it also didn't look from what I saw of it, it didn't look like the dude was hindering your 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 line of sight either, at least not too badly. So you could pull over safely. Just saying. Oh, so I can't go faster. It's a geo. 
Oh, so, so yeah. To keep with the whole Florida thing, this this one happened in Lake City, Florida. Which, if if you're ever going like from like Georgia on down to like Orlando or Miami, and you're coming from like Atlanta, you you'll pass through Lake City. It's at it's right at the crossroads of I seventy five and I ten. Um, that that's your Florida geography lesson. Uh, a man from Jacksonville is placed in jail. After police say he broke into a home while completely naked. Lake City police say one of the home's occupants heard a noise, and when they checked checked what it was, they found the 44-year-old Willis Hudson crawling into an open window. The homeowner ran into the other room to alert the other to alert another of the home's occupants. The second occupant began to fight Hudson while the first ran to a nearby house, according to the police. During the altercation, the homeowner stabbed Hudson in the neck with a knife, then fled the home. That's that's one way to do it, and obviously Hudson's still alive. So uh, Hudson chased yeah. the two with a chair to the second home, according to police. Well, you know, regardless of anything else, I think chasing somebody who stabbed you in the neck with a chair—I think that's a reasonable reaction. Just, just a thought. Yeah. Regardless of anything else, <laughs> when he was unable to make entry, Hudson fled to an SUV driven by a woman. Outside of the first home, investigators located clothing and a wallet belonging to Hudson, according to police. Baker County deputies located Hudson, who had a cut to his neck consistent with being stabbed, and placed him under arrest. He's charged with burglary and battery and attempted burglary to a dwelling, causing over $1,000 of damage. Whoa! Damn. It's like, okay, number one, why naked? Why? Meth. Probably. Like... You're gonna leave. You're gonna end up leaving more of your DNA around, just by accident. Because let's assume, you know, because you, you know, you you your your skin, you flake off or whatever. You know, that could be left around. That could be DNA. You could accidentally cut something that normally wouldn't be cut if if, if you were wearing clothes. You know, that's some DNA evidence. Um, yep. you know, and of course. The other one is if if you're wearing clothes, you could also tear your clothes and leave a scrap behind, and they could find you that way. But that that's few and far between, as far as I know. I could be wrong. Maybe I am. Um, and and here I am telling somebody how to burglarize properly when you really shouldn't be. <laughs> but um, yeah. but at least you had a getaway vehicle. That 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 that's points for that. Points for the getaway vehicle. Although. If I were the woman in that situation, I would have went to pick up his clothes, but, you know. She was probably looking at the whole scene like, what the fuck? This motherfucker, this motherfucker chasing him with a chair. Now, what the fuck is he doing? Just, yeah. Oh, damn. Uh, So, Scully, what do you you have to add to this? (sighs) Meth is a hell of a drug. (laughs) It is, it is indeed. Oh, yeah. So, uh, Rosen, how about you? I don't know. <laughs> it's yeah. just one of those things. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of what the fuck, so we we've talked a lot about you know fuck the police and, and the police being just general uh, generally pieces of shit. And uh-huh. and I know somebody's gonna be like, but there are some good ones. Well, the, what are the good ones doing about the bad ones? So, but uh, you have the good, you have the bad, then you have the stupid. 
And sadly, this stupid also leads into other definitely more timely things. But um, but yeah, this one's out of Aurora, Colorado. Police detained and handcuffed a black mother and four children after mistaking their SUV for a stolen motorcycle from another state. Let me repeat that. Mistaking their SUV for a stolen motorcycle from outside of Colorado. How do you make that mistake? Racism. That's yeah. part of it. That is part of it. Uh, it happened in the parking lot of a shopping center off Buckley Road in East Illiff Avenue Sunday morning. Why are you placing these children on the ground face into the concrete? It's hot in Ra- front of all of racism. us. Racism. Definitely racism. Uh, they're telling you they are hurt. Uh, witness Jenny Wirtz said. Wirtz recorded the incident along with several other witnesses. She says a police car slowly pulled behind the family. The officer drew their weapon on the family and ordered them out of the car. Several of the children were handcuffed. Um... The, the, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll try and skip over some of it because it does get a little bit long and it's just basically saying the same thing. Cops were racist fucks. Not just racist fucks, but stupid racist fucks. The car the family was driving was not stolen. Police used a license plate scanner to gather information on vehicles in the area. They should have been looking for a motorcycle with the same plate from another state. Interim Chief Wilson blamed the license plate reader but could not explain why the dozens of officers who responded did not confirm the vehicle description. One more time! Racism. Exactly. Yeah. So, you have... There's there's a lot more. There, there's a bit more to the article. The officers did realize the mistake. Family was uncuffed and, and, you know, hey, you know, officers still kept coming in because they're like, oh my god! Oh my god, are, are we, are we going to have a lynching? Are we? Are we? I am hyperbolizing, but only slightly. So, yeah. I, I hope the cops in question all get their asses handed to them. At the very least, legally. You know, they they, 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 they do not deserve their jobs if they're going to let their racism scan. You know, uh, um, um, not scan, but... Um, um, uh, what is the word I'm thinking of? Well, I was going to say color their, their, their views of work, but that's an unfortunate wording. Basically, racism caused their stupidity. Mm-hmm. It's, it's basically what it is. It's like, oh, hey, that's a stolen vehicle. They're black. Oh, that's a motorcycle, John. That's what we're looking for. We're not looking for a damn SUV. Uh, so racism breeds stupidity. Uh, I, I just I, I just hope these cops lose their jobs and their pensions. Fuck them. They don't, mm-hmm. they don't need to be cops. You know. I mean, I am also of the defund and abolish the police as we know them, but we'll we'll yes. we'll, we'll take we'll take steps as we need. Uh so yeah. Uh you want to you want to start us off with this one, Rosen? It's a it, it's racism. Moving on. <laughs> uh, short and sweet. Uh, Scully, how about you? Yeah, I I don't buy that they thought that that SUV was the stolen vehicle. They they just cooked that up as an excuse to arrest a black family. Yeah, and the thing is, it makes them look even stupider. Uh huh. You know, hence racism breeds stupidity because they're thinking, oh, we're gonna do good, we're gonna purify the white race, blah 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 blah, or whatever racist bullshit they're thinking. And instead, 
they not they're not thinking about how stupid it makes them look. You fucking mm-hmm. morons. So yeah, racism breeds stupidity. Uh, this brings us to our last story. Remember how I said fuck the police? Well, apparently, in Colorado Springs, which is just a couple hours south of Aurora, you don't have to be Nostradamus to realize that Michael Sexton isn't a favorite among the authorities in Colorado Springs. For the second time this year, Sexton has sued the city and its police department for violating his constitutional rights. His first complaint, filed in January, was prompted by an incident in which he flipped off an officer. The second, put forward last week, involves Sexton's arrest over the use of the word fuck in phrases such as fuck the police. The latter exchange was captured in a video. At one point, an officer says, I'm more than happy to have you stand there and yell. However, yelling the word fuck is like that is coarse or offensive language. Fuck you, dude. (laughs) That's what I gotta say to that. In response, Uh Sexton asks, do you want to lose in court? Do you really want to take that to court and lose in court? That will not stand up in federal court. The Supreme Court will slap that in the face. Slap that in your face. Thank you. Court, 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 court. Uh, I just had to get all the courts out of me. The city's response to the new lawsuit, delivered via email, reads, Colorado Springs Police Department appreciates Westward reaching out to our organization to discuss this incident, but we are unable to speak on any matter that is under litigation. Because, of course. Uh, Attorney Andrew McNulty, I almost read that as McNutty, that would be... Very unfortunate naming. Um, of Denver-based Kilmer, Lane, and Newman, LLP, who represents Sexton in both cases against Colorado Springs, describes the arrest as an obvious free speech violation, and it is not the first time Colorado Springs officials have arrested and maliciously prosecuted Mr. Sexton and others for simply criticizing them. That is one of many parts of the problem of the police. They can't handle criticism. They get it into their heads that they have the power, they have the authority. They think they are above the law. No, motherfuckers. You, 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 you are there to enforce the law, yes, but you are not above it. So, And if you're doing a shit thing and getting away with it, yeah, we're going to call you a fuckhead. We're going to call you pigs. We're going to call for your resignation. We're going to call for your firing. We're going to call for anything we can to make sure you actually, you know, actually pay some sort of a penalty. Uh, Sexton's YouTube channel is called Pikes Peaks Pikes Peak Auditors, and it's dominated by videos in which he records police interactions in ways that could be provocative. Even when, even when you're provoked, you are an officer of the law. You're supposed to be better than to, you know, kind of sink yourself down to arresting somebody because they said "fuck you, piggy." You know, you're supposed to be better. You're not, but that's why we need to abolish and defund the police as it is now. Uh, But as indicated by his remarks, he has a keen understanding of free speech law, which the most recent lawsuit underscores by a way of introductory passage that references 1971's Cohen v. California, in which the U.S. Supreme Court ruled that Paul Robert Cohen was not guilty of disturbing the peace simply for arriving at a courthouse wearing a jacket emblazoned with the phrase, fuck the draft. One passage reads, Plaintiff Michael Sexton was subjected to a humiliating arrest for simply saying the four-letter word that the Supreme Court of the United States held over 50 years ago in Cohen is protected by the First Amendment, that word being fuck. Also shared in the document is this excerpt from Cohen v. California, majority decision. The state has no right to cleanse public debate to the point to where it's grammatically palatable to the most squeamish among us. 
For, the, for while the particular four-letter word being litigated here is perhaps more distasteful than most others of his genre... Who fucking that, cares? Yeah. It is nevertheless often true that it's basically... Basically, it, it's... it's The state say... It's basically this this decision saying, yeah, the state cannot say, you said the word dirty and, and expect anything to happen. And that also ties into another thing, you know, when it comes to, like, debates or whatever... And, and I, you definitely see it with, like, your presidential debates and such, too. To where, like, you know, if you say, like, certain words, you're automatically, you know, your argument is destroyed, blah, 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 blah. It's like, no. Fuck you. If I'm going to say, if I'm going to debate against, say, Donald Trump, not that I ever would. He is so far beneath me, he's not worth it. But let's say for the sake of argument, I would. I could say, yeah, you know what? This man is fucking destroying our fucking country. And if people want to clutch pearls over that, then fuck you too. You know, don't focus on the word, you know, focus on the words I'm using. Yes, but but if I'm going to use the word fuck to enunciate or, or punctuate something that that is going to help me make my point, then I'm going to use, use it. You should mm -hmm. be allowed to use it. And in fact, as far as I'm concerned, you are. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to jump down to the last paragraph of the story. Of the latest Sexton case, McNulty contends that there is little separating authoritarian regimes in Colorado Springs when it comes to censoring individuals for criticizing the government. The First Amendment is under attack in Colorado Springs, and citizens like Mr. Sexton, who are willing to stand up for their rights, are the only bulwark against Colorado Springs' repeated tyranny. Yeah. Because he, he is not wrong. McNulty is not wrong. Because look, look at Trump. Like, uh, do I have to? Well, sadly we do, because well, he's everywhere. Mm -hmm. God damn it. Yeah. But like, he was wanting. What was it like? Uh, he was wanting to go after Twitter because there were hash anti-Trump hashtags, and he thought it wasn't fair because everybody should love me because I'm Donald Trump. <laughs> I don't care. Donald Trump, your presidency was ill-gained. Piss off and die. Yes, I am saying yep. that on the show, and I am not cutting that out. Fuck off. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, because he is old. He is old. He needs to just go. He has outstayed his welcome. He outstayed his welcome a long damn time ago. But uh -huh. with that being said, what he did there with, with the whole going after Twitter or whatever, that is an actual attack, an actual attack on the First Amendment. Because... Whether we like it or not, he is a government official, and high-powered government, high-powered government officials, according to the First Amendment, should not be abridging the freedom of speech. You know that's why Trump doing this is a bad thing. Twitter doing it is not a bad thing in terms of the First Amendment. Twitter, a uh -huh. private company, can do that. That's fine. Trump, the president, cannot. Not 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 legally. Not that he cares about legality, but he's going to try anyway because he thinks he can get away with anything. And too many people have let him get away with anything, and he yeah. needs to be taken down. Uh, so, Rosen, you, you seem like you have some stuff you want to say, and I just kind of bowled over you, so I'm going to let you go. <laughs> I, I can't say it without being arrested. Well, I mean, I, I, I just – well, I mean, I literally just said that the president can go fuck off and die, so, you know, I, I think you're going to be okay. <laughs> uh do but, you? Uh, I I think so, but eh. Okay, then we need to overthrow the government and kill every Republican. 
okay. I mean, I, I would I would say some, but nah. in in general, because I don't they're, I don't want to be. They're like, the new Nazis, and like the Nazis, all of them need to, need to be need to be dead. That's fair. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so uh, what what? How about you, Scully? Fuck. <laughs> Yeah, fuck is a good word. It's a versatile word. Fuck them. Yeah. Fuck them all. Yeah. Fuck them. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. God, it's like, oh, yeah, you can't say the F word. That's, it's, uh, oh, my God, that's disturbing the peace. That's, it's, it's, it's gonna, it's gonna kill people. The F word is literally killing people. How? Meanwhile. Meanwhile. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, meanwhile, Portland is still under, like, day, I think at this point, day 70. By the time this goes up, it'll be up to, like, to day 71 of protests. And protesters themselves have been 99% peaceful, if not 100% peaceful. The mm-hmm. es- the violent, violent escalations have been from the local popo, the feds, when Trump decided he wanted to try and take over Portland. You know, that also, sort of for thing. my own legal sake, I am not going to do anything about the things that I've said. Yeah. I'm not going to act on them. Yeah, yeah, and and that is that is. I'll something, leave it to other people. Yeah, that is that is something that should be made. I, I will go ahead and make clear here for all of us here. When when we do say things like that, it is it is something that we feel should happen, but where we don't have the power, manpower, money power, or anything, we we can't really do anything about it. We don't even have yeah. we don't even have the reach of Alex Jones. So yeah, you so, ever you ever see the, the the show The Whitest Kids You Know? I think so. Yeah, it's it's like that bit. Did you know it's illegal to say? Mm. I'm, I'm linking it. I can't say it because it's illegal to say. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Crazy illegal. Yeah. Super illegal. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and yeah, you want to talk about a First Amendment thing? Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Yeah, but um, but freedom also comes with responsibility too. So, if any one of us on this show or or anything like that, we go off and we say something like that, realize we don't have the power to actually to to actually get people to put that into practice. We really don't, you know. So, you know, this is a big case of covering our asses. Yes, but. But also, just understand, we don't have that kind of power. We're not that big a show. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I've looked at the numbers. Trust me, we're not that big a show. But, but uh, yeah, just you know, a lot of it is is venting, and a lot of it we in 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 our venting we do say stuff we really do believe. But it's more than likely not going to go beyond that. It's just not. That that that's all there is to it. Um, so with our asses covered, uh, yep. we'll, we'll, we'll go ahead and get on out of here for this week. Um, yeah, cause I have some notes to take for podcast tonight. Yeah. Cause you got your own podcast thing to work on and I haven't, I have three hours of show to watch. So oh, I gotta Lordy. The, I gotta wait till Casey's done too. So, yeah. And I've, I've been, I mentioned it, I touched on a little bit earlier in the show, but I am taking my, my Friday night Pokemon Emerald, uh, Umbreon solo Umbreon randomizer streams, editing them down and making a video out of them, uh, a la like the uh, 
Pokemon challenge videos that like Madry Bread or J Rose will put out, that sort of thing, in that kind of a style. So it's gonna be, it's gonna be interesting. And if you've watched my streams, you've, you'll probably have noticed my updated look and my sprite. I need to get I need to get some artwork to update all of the other parts of my look too. But you know, baby steps. And uh, but uh, that's gonna be like a debut of that particular sprite in like a in a long form uh, pre recorded video thing. So it'll be cool. Uh but yeah, I, I there, there's like at least currently six hours of footage. I'm still I'm still even writing the script because I've got to go through everything and remind myself. Also, fuck that Porygon. God damn it! If you weren't there, just wait for the video, <laughs> or you can watch it on the VOD on my uh, gaming channel, which yeah. should be in the doobly doo. But before we get to my stuff, Rosen, if we wanted to find you on the social media, where could we find you? linktr.ee slash Rosenthorn. Sweet! Is there any underscore in there? or No. No no underscore. Alright. So, uh... And Skullabendra, where could we find you, my man? Uh, Twitter.com slash Skullabendra or Skullabendra91 at Tumblr.com. Sweet! And you can find all of my links and all of the other links down in the doobly-doo. Mine in particular are at Linktree... Link tr.ee slash gomer 21 x That's got links to everything that I do. Well, most things that I do. There are a couple of things I, I, I separate out. But you, know, you can find the Twitter. You can find the Facebook. You can find, I think, all of my YouTube channels, including the one for this show, in there as well. You can find the Patreon. You can find the Anchor page, which if you want to help out that way, Anchor support is always a thing. Uh, probably, I'm thinking about maybe doing a Ko-Fi as well, or like one-timers or what have you, but I'll, I'll look into it. Um, <clears throat> and of course, we also have uh, Mel Paradise and Becky Hopkins who do the opening voice thing, opening spiel, and the artwork respectively. Their links can be found in the doobly-doo as well. Go and go and check them out. Mel has been making masks like a motherfucker. She has made oh, well over a thousand masks since the corn since COVID got really bad in America. I have a few of her masks. They are very, very good quality masks and very functional too. So uh, hmm. if, if it gets to be winter time and you're going out and you need something to cover your face, one of her masks will do the trick. Um, now it's just get something to cover the rest of your head and you're fine. Um, <laughs> uh, and Becky, she is, you know, she again, she does the artwork. She has her comic Otherworldly. I believe hers has been updated with a card that's also down in the doobly-doo. Uh, you can check out all of her stuff down there. Commissioned her for some stuff, but, uh, you know, you know it, 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 yeah, it, it's, it's going to be good stuff. Let me just tell you that right now. He's good. So... With all of that said, thank you guys for listening. And until next time, this is Goma the Ranting Thespian with Rosenthorn and Skola Pendra. Signing off. Little scrimbly bimbly. <laughs> <laughs>